love draws, you know, how love doesn't have any any disconnect, you know, because love is 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 something that's pure. It's something that's given from a pure place. It's it's not predicated on anything else that anyone else can do or anything that anyone else can give. Love is just it's just that. It's love. It's pure. It's it's it has no it has no faults. It has no flaws. Love is perfect in every way. What's your thoughts about the topic of <laughs> the power of love? Well, first of all, good morning. Um, I read this scripture and I thought it was it was powerful. It fit exactly yeah. what we were um going to be talking about. And that's exactly what I wanted you to do. And this scripture. <laughs> Stop it. Is your light on your phone dim? No. Don't worry about that. Just go ahead. Okay. All right, it's um, Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 6 and 7. It says, Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a vast vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love, Neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would utterly be contemned. And I'm going to also read it out of the uh, MLT version. And it says, Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. It's jealousy as enduring as the grave. Love flashes like fire, the brightest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. If a man tried to buy love with all his wealth, his offer would be utterly scorned. And that one line, love is as strong as death. I, I like the very first one. What was that? I like the very first line. Go back to the very first line. Okay. Place me like a seal over your heart. In other words, tattoo me on your heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and what it said after that? Like a seal on your arm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where people put them tattoos at. <laughs> that's where they put them at. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that that's what we have to do. I mean, we have to, you know, how, how we say... You can't wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I love you to death. You know, I love you to life. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's like, you can't wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. But, he said tattoo on your arm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that a lot of times, love has to be shown. Because a lot of times, love isn't shown. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, I disagree. It, I mean, well, I'm just saying, I'm not talking about it every case. But I'm saying, when I say I disagree, I'm talking about the interpretations of people's love, the way they show love. It may not be shown in the way that you desire it, but what they call it, love language. 
You have to know someone's love language. Yeah, and there, and there, there's quite a few. Right. So if somebody doesn't show you in an affectionate way, but they are constantly there when you need them, or they are always by your side, or they pick up whatever you know you slack in, that that's that that's considered love to them. Yeah. You know, it may not be to the person who is receiving it though, because they love differently. Well, I I'm not talking about showing love like oh babe. <laughs> I'm not talking about showing love like that. I'm just saying showing love. Yeah, you know but showing saying? love is just many it just comes in many different forms is what I mean. That's fine. But I won't get too technical. <laughs> I won't get too technical. You know, but you understand what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You know, the interpretation of love. Let let's just talk about that first. Because me and you have had conversations about, you know, um the way we both receive love mm -hmm. and the way others have perceived love to them in other relationships that we've had. Yeah. So um some people think money, you know, if I give you or if I support you, or if I do this or that, that's love, but it may not necessarily be received as love from the person that is getting it. Yeah. Um, just like uh like for some people, uh giving flowers, it's like, oh, they love me. But I hated flowers. But and you know, for some people, it's like Cleaning the house and paying all the bills. <laughs> oh man, he loved me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so love is received in different in different forms. You know, so yeah, I, it's it's all depends on who you love it and the way that they receive the love. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that a lot of times we think that physical affection is. Mm -hmm. the main way or the only way to show love mm -hmm. but it's it's not conversation might be love to love some people you know um mm -hmm. you know taking me out to eat and and things like that you know just spending time outside of the normal day-to-day -day things mm -hmm. is showing somebody love mm -hmm. you know i think that there's different forms of it but it all boils down to the same thing appreciation that's right and that's love right. is a form of appreciation mm, that's good you know i appreciate you so this is why i do this for you you know what i'm saying not predicated on what you do for me mm -hmm. but because i appreciate you i do this mm. okay i can agree with that because i respect you i do this mm-hmm because my focus is on you, I do this, mm -hmm. you know. But I mean, you can. And we see G. Go ahead. But you can do that, and then it still not be received. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so just, and that goes to the conversation that we're gonna have. You know, the power of love. God is love, but everybody doesn't receive him. Everybody doesn't receive his son. Maybe, maybe that's not enough for them. Or because they weren't there to see or experience um, Jesus on the cross, then they can't accept what they didn't see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But, but he said, uh, 
a sign will not be given to this. Yeah, Jonah is all generation. you get. <laughs> Jonah is all you get. Yeah, you can. know what I'm saying. So, it's a sign of Jonah. That's right. You know, so I think that um, people not receiving Jesus, you know, as a form of God's love. Yeah. Or He so loved the world, mm-hmm. right? For God so loved the world. So. So when people don't receive what has already been given, I mean, there ain't no do-over. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's not going to be another Jesus going on the cross. No, there's not going to be another Jesus you know going what I'm on saying? the cross. But, you know, I think that a lot of times people don't understand that love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that, that his love gives another chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that goes to interpretation. You know, people what I'm interpreting the love that's been given. You know, and 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 um, you know, love. You know, it it, it has that ability to lay itself down mm-hmm. and pick itself back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To abase itself okay. and to exalt itself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of times. See, see, a friend of mine told me one time. He said, "Chris, you can't be right about everything." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Boy, do I tell e- you that e- Even if you write, you can't be right. <laughs> right. In other words, you have to abase yourself sometimes. Give up your right. You know right. what I'm saying? And yeah, abase yourself. Give up your right to be right. Mm-hmm. And in due time, mm-hmm. that person will come back to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what? He was right about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that our, our need to be right. Mm-hmm. We force something down somebody else's throat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When it doesn't have to be forced mm-hmm. because love is not forced, it's given. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's up to the person that is being given to, to reciprocate it or even to receive it. The love doesn't have to be reciprocated. Right. It just needs to be received. Right. It, it longs to be received right. within itself. Love itself longs to be received. That's why I keep giving. Mm-hmm. That's why it keep giving every day. It keep giving of itself. It keep giving of mm-hmm. itself. Um, you will see some relationships, and 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 they and they just the uh, the man can be beating the woman, but that's the way she received the love. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like that. That's that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? How yeah. can you? I mean, because a woman once told me, she said, if you would have beat me, I would have been a better person. I said, what? Mm-hmm. This is over because <laughs> I can't take myself to that place. I, I mean, I, I right. refuse to be that person. Right, right. You know, and I was like, "Wow, you trying to tell me mm-hmm. that I can, I can go to work, pay all the bills, buy a flower, I can do everything under the sun, but the way she receives love is being hit on, mm-hmm. and I could not grasp that." within myself. I couldn't understand it. So as you said that as you know, and just using that as an example, when people come into the church and they're looking for love, okay? Yeah. And and they have already have their own interpretation of what that means. And they may say, one person might say, Well, in order for me to believe that these people love me, they have to be hard on me. Or they have to make me want to do stuff or they have to be aggressive with me or they have to um 
give me words of affirmation. But that's their, that's their interpretation of love. Right. That's what I'm saying. That but, was the young girl's interpretation of love for her to be hit. So when you walk into a relationship or when you walk into a, a church and you already have your mindset on what love is, mm-hmm. you already have your own set of interpretation. That's right. I don't think we ever look at what they already believe love is. So we're trying to give them God and Jesus who is love, but their interpretation of love can't receive that type that they have never known. They okay. have not the understanding of. And that's what we have to groom the people into what love, I'm saying what godly love is. Right. Because, you know what I'm saying, just like we was saying yesterday, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't mm-hmm. envy, it doesn't boast, it isn't proud, it doesn't dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it doesn't anger easily, but keeps no records of wrong. And we can and do all that. it like evil. But if the person can't really connect with those words, then that disconnect, you have to be you have to be in tune enough to know how to present love to a people mm-hmm. that only know how to receive it in abuse, which was the same thing that um, Moses had to go through mm-hmm. because the people. They had been beaten right. their whole existence. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they was bred to know that that must be love. I mean, I mean, look at what Moses did. Mm-hmm. When he hit the rock, water came out, and they was like, that's love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was like, yay. <laughs> he beat it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, God said, speak to the rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, in other words, he didn't want them to... To see love coming from a place of mm-hmm. abuse, but he wanted to see love coming from a place of, of a good. spoken place. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and when Moses refused to do what God had told him to do, mm-hmm. it came with consequences because God was trying to shift that generation. He mm-hmm. was trying to shift the people from from the being beaten into submission mm-hmm. just to being spoken to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and, and that's I think good. that that's the um, misconception of of people being able to receive love from a place of never having love. Because when we, when we came up, you know what I'm saying, your parents beat you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you, that's why I beat you. And it, 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 sometimes they'll tell you something like that. You love me, that's why you beat me? Well, the Bible says. Love didn't feel good. <laughs> I thought love was supposed to feel good. I thought it was supposed Discipline to be good. You know? Yeah. But, you know, we just didn't. You know, it's all about how people receive love. You know what I'm saying? I think because if you take the love from your childhood, you know, some people were abused. Right. You know, some people mm-hmm. were just beaten just, I mean, for no reason. Yeah. But they was they was conditioned mm-hmm. to think that that was love. Right. You know, and and now we come to a place where ain't, we, we grown now. Yeah. Ain't nobody beating us. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't pass that beating down to your children mm-hmm. or they're going to grow up with the same mentality. Yeah. You know, so I think we come to a place in in, in the world, a place in scripture. You know, I know that being that we have dealt with COVID for the last year and a half, going on two years now, um, that there has been abuse has raised its head in the homes again. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, just for the simple fact that they always there. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was no last year. There was no. There was really no outlet. You know, there, there was no vaccine. You know, there was no people being uh, in a place where they can feel like they can go and come, go and come, and everybody was just stuck in one place. And mm-hmm. you know, some parents got tired of seeing them kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just get out of my face? <laughs> you know, but it's it 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 raised another problem, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. for some kids, you know what I'm saying, I'm not saying that it's a, 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 a epidemic or nothing like that, or, you know, but it, it did raise a lot of issues for some children, mm-hmm. you know, but we ain't going to get into that, because that can be a whole nother subject, we're going to stay right here where we are. The power of love. So what has the power of love done for you? Well, now that I know what love is, let me say that. Because as you was talking about flowers, what I was going to say is in the beginning, you know, me and you had this conversation and how every time I got flowers in a relationship, it would be flowers that say I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah, for whatever that, reason. Yeah, that's okay. how you use it. You attack me like that. <laughs> Man, what you do? What you did? What did. you did? You bring me flowers? What you did? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. So it had no sentimental value for me in a in a way of receiving it with gladness, receiving mm-hmm. it with joy, receiving it as a gift. It was more being conditioned to say, "Oh, well, you only deserve this or get this." When I've messed up or made a mistake or whatever happened. Okay. So now that I know what love is and I, and, and just and believe I've watched you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was watching you like, okay, mm-hmm, let me see, <laughs> you know, but that's just comes from being conditioned that, you know, just to receive something is because someone did something wrong or something they wasn't supposed to do. But it is to receive God's love, you know, his patience, his kindness, you know, all of those things. When I didn't feel like I deserved those things and felt like, you know, I was way beneath, you know, even receiving anything from God, you know, even a husband, you know, again, (laughs) you know what I mean? It wasn't, there was things that he was giving giving to me. That I was like, why would you do that? You know, why would you bless me in that way? Why would you give me that? That's not something I asked for. That's not something that I even desired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when God goes out of his way to gift me um, in my life, you know, not just with things, but with people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are very, a lot more valuable than they think. They are. They are, but that, I think that's something that you have to learn. I don't think, and you have to come across those people. Yeah. If you never come across those people, that's not something you can really explain to someone. Yeah. You know. So I think that... Because um, no car or no house can have a conversation with you. And I've never been, I've never longed after those things. I've never lusted after material things. I never wanted the drug dealer. I never wanted 
somebody that was real flashy. I never wanted somebody that was always, you know, had a whole lot of attention around them. I never desired that at all. I just, it, it, it was almost, it was just a turn off for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I think, because I also knew what came with that. I also knew what came with that lifestyle. And I also knew that I didn't want to associate myself with materialistic things. Because I've seen people be very materialistic. I've seen people who um, go out of their way to do to just have stuff. You know, they, they won't pay their rent, you know, just because they want a pair of shoes or just because they want to have a car so somebody can see them. You know, and I, I believe that's also why I'm very hard on the church with becoming like the world and, and showing um, nothing but materialistic stuff. Because there are some people that are really conditioned to believe that if you have this, then yeah. you are successful, you know, or that you, you, um, that God gave it to you, <laughs> you know, and that's not always the case. You know, I know. And sometimes uh, people can go to work and get those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's all in some things that that people have is is in their ability to obtain them. That's right. You know, because That's right. they 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 have that work ethic. They have mm -hmm. that. Well, let's not say the work ethic, because a lot of people have the work ethic, but they just don't have the financial means. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't get paid enough. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They don't they don't generate enough income yeah. to be able to do those things. And, and some people end up working two and three jobs, uh, basically depleting themselves mm -hmm. just to have it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, I, and I can relate. Yeah. You know, I can relate. But even relationships, when you talk about love, and we if we just shift it a little bit, there can be people who cover after your relationship. Yeah, your marriage. Yeah, your parenthood. And, you know, and, and they call they call them homework. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I think I I've been more um. It's been more visible to me that people who look at what people have, you know, or let's say for instance. Someone could be looking looking at my relationship with you, your relationship with me, yeah. our marriage as a whole, right? Yeah. And they might see that we can get along, we can have a conversation and all those things, but they don't know what comes with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Meaning, it's just like pictures. Right. No, Meaning, you see pictures, you see the happy right, times. Right, you see you the see happy the times. times. You know what I'm saying? So um, it may look like one thing, and but it can really be another thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying, and and nobody knows, you know, you know the time that you spent away from home. Nobody knows, you know, of the time that I had to spend, um, basically like a single parent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and I had to live a life like a single man. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. And so and so people will look at a situation and say, oh, they so whatever, but when you don't know what comes with that, you don't know. You know how they got to that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been married uh, going on six years. Yeah. Come here next month. Well, month after next. Yeah. In January, uh, at the very turn of the year. I mean, when you look at that and you be like, six years, it don't it don't seem like a long time. Mm -mm. But for some people, 
six years of marriage is a long time. <laughs> yeah. Because some people have have never been married that long. Right. You know, right. but um, you know, for five of those years, mm-hmm. I've been gone. You've been gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, it it took it took something patience. Different. It took kindness. It took, it took all those things. It took long suffering. It, it took, took it took the fruit of the spirit. It yes. took the fruit of the spirit it to, to get here. Yes, you know, um, because there were some situations that that in your life that you had mm-hmm. that you needed me there. Mm-hmm. There were some situations in my life that I had that I needed you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we was in the place that God called us to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, it wasn't like it wasn't like I I I'm not being there. I'm going to provide. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It wasn't like that. Right. It was more of a God told me to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what Same. I'm saying? Now, if if I have to if I have to stop what I'm doing for a little while to come in and see about you, then I do that. Mm-hmm. But you was like, nah, you go ahead and mm-hmm. go ahead and do that, and mm-hmm. and and and, and we're gonna take care of this over here. Mm-hmm. Even even down to me being in the hospital, I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, stay where you at. You know, and I think I think that's what love does as as well, and also the instructions of God. Yeah, you won't move when God tells you to do a particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew at that time, even at that time, there was nothing that you could have done. I could have came home and saw about you, but that that's was it. it. You'd have just been looking at me. <laughs> you know, there was there was nothing physically that you could have done. I mean, I would have had to cross the ocean to get to you, baby, <laughs> but I was willing to cross the ocean for you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, love does te- it, it does stand the test of time. It does. You know, it, it is, it is um, you got to have some patience in this thing, and you have yeah. to have patience with God. Yeah. You, the same way he has patience with you. With you. I, I think, I think it's that, we have to receive what God's trying to do mm. rather than have patience with him. He the because one, we want him to do stuff right now. Yeah, we the ones got to... <laughs> we the ones need the patience. Yeah, we because, do. Because God be steady trying to tell us to do something, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll hold on. Hold on, God. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold on, God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I need As some time. Do. I need some time. God, you telling me to do a hard thing. God, I don't know how to I don't know how to do that. Yeah. God say, all right, you do know how to do it. You do know how to do it. Why don't you just do it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the that's that's the mentality of people. That's the mentality I wanna of people. Read some and I'm scriptures. not even talking about I'm not even talking about the unsaved people. I'm talking about the ones that can hear God's voice. Mm. I'm talking yeah. about me. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. I wanted to read some scriptures on love, though. Um, in the New King James Version of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 1 through 3. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that could could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. 
And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Mm. You know, and, and, and that goes on to say, you know what I'm saying? In other words, I ain't nothing. Mm. You know, if I can't love mm. beyond who you are, mm. I ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I I I ain't even I don't care if I was the I don't care if I was the pastor. If I can't love you beyond what you did, mm-hmm. I ain't loving. That's right. If I can't love you beyond what you said, I ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and that's the love of God. That's the love of Christ. You know what I'm saying? He said he, even with Peter. Peter denied Jesus three times. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said, you know what? I still love you. And you know what? I'm going to use you. Go feed my sheep. Because <laughs> he asked Peter the question. He three said, times. Peter, you love me? Mm-hmm. Peter said, yeah, I love you. He said, good. Well, feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. He asked Peter again, Peter, you love me? Peter said, yeah. You know, he got a, you know, I thought you just asked me that. <laughs> he said, feed my sheep. But he asked Peter the third time, and Peter was like, man, why you keep asking me that? Mm-hmm. I told you I love you. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? He said, Peter, you'll feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. And we said, well, why did he keep asking Peter three times? Why he kept asking? Why he kept asking? Because Peter didn't move the first time. He didn't feed the sheep the first time. <laughs> <laughs> You can give an answer, yeah, but until you move, mm. you just talking. That's right. Oh, that's until right. Until you do it, you just talking. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. But you know, it's it's very powerful as we talk about the power of love. It's very powerful that the word of God would even say that if you have not love, or that if I have not love, I am nothing. You know, and we all think that we love and we all think that we love people. Yeah, but what is in, in, in our own interpretation? We all think that I'm giving you everything I have. I'm doing everything I can do. I'm love being it. everything that I can be to you. But is it really? You know, the, I, you, know you know, I think the hardest thing in love mm-hmm. is forgiveness. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying for everybody, but the hardest thing for some people is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has been the downfall to many of relationships. Mm-hmm. It's having that ability to forgive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think about forgiveness as far as love is concerned. I have seen people hold on to things and not give more of themselves in the love department because they say, I'm never going to feel that again. And I'm going to tell you about about me. I'm going to talk about me. I never wanted to be the person to love people or to show love to people because I saw how people who did love got treated. I saw how they were a doormat. I saw how they got walked over. I saw how they got mistreated. I saw how they got handled. You know, nah, nah you ain't going to get, nah, that ain't going to happen to me. You're not going to get me like that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I'm, so I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be ruthless. I'm going to be demanding. 
Okay, I'm going to be the dominant woman because if I let down my guard, then you're going to presume me to be weak. And so, therefore, I have to let you know, nah, that ain't, nah, that's not what's going to happen over here. You know what I'm saying? So I would. So it. I don't think one part of that was I didn't know how to love. But then when I saw people and I saw love, and you could say something to, as far as some people, you say, "Oh, they're a nice couple," or "Oh, they love each other," and, and you know, I love their relationship and things like that. But for the most part, I really saw people get dogged out. Like I'm not even talking about just as a boyfriend girlfriend relationship i'm just talking about people who were genuinely sweet people people who were genuinely nice people who were genuinely giving and i just saw how they just got dealt with you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i think it's easier for somebody to treat people like that when they know that they're not going to respond in a tough way like you really teach people how to treat you when you allow certain things to go on. And so I just, I just, from seeing that with people, um, it could be coworkers, it could be friends, it could be anybody. And I'm like, I, I've seen a lady who, um, just in discussing, discussing the Bible and her partner, well, it was a boyfriend, um, older woman. And I saw how we were discussing, um, the book of Esther one day. And, he had to be so right and so just like, I don't even know what the word is, but I just remember her expounding on what Esther meant to her and why that was her favorite book of the Bible and all those things. And he was just like, no, no, that's not what it was. That's not what she meant. And that's not what it was. I mean, I just thought, man, she was just like, okay, okay, well then explain to me what, you know, and I'm just like, lady, if you don't check that you know what i'm saying but it's it just and that's the thing that, that was that was that love will not check you <laughs> but 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 wait a minute love now will not check you wait people do people do but i'm love saying will correct you though okay but what i was looking at was someone that wasn't taking up for themselves i know i was looking at someone that was being it was almost like like no i'm gonna beat you into submission with my words and with my actions and how i treat you it's like some sometimes abuse isn't physical you know what okay. I'm saying? Sometimes it's so, verbal. Right. So I just felt like, really? Like, lady, if you don't, like, I mean, she, she, the sweetest, the sweetest person you would ever meet. But I just saw her just like, it was like she didn't stand up for herself. So when I saw things like that, I was just like, nah, that, no, mm -mm. It, it's not going to be me. I can't, I can't go there with you because somebody going to end up with some charges. Because I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play that game. So, I mean, as far as love in itself, what I've had to learn from you, because I believe that you were the one that taught me, you know, no matter what mouth I gave you, <laughs> you know, no matter what attitude I gave you, no matter what rejection I gave you, no matter how I would um, dismiss certain things you would say, you still remain the same. And I even tried to push your button sometimes. Like, this joker cannot be that good. This joker cannot. <laughs> this joker cannot be. Man, he acting. He, nah, he can't be that good. So I even tried to push your buttons to test you to see 
how far you would go and you would say, okay, Tanya, we're just not going to talk about this right now. And I mean, you just always had this calm demeanor. You always responded in a way that I could no longer respond. You didn't feed into my mess. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You didn't feed into my argumentative ways. You didn't feed into my attitude. You say, okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about it later. And or you'll say, you done? <laughs> you know, you are are you finished? <laughs> you know, and so there therefore it gave me a place where I had to be like, I can't argue by myself. You know, I can't I can't win an argument by myself. So it just caused me to look at things. When I got finished having that temper tantrum, you just showed me the power of love where I had I no longer feel like I have to be right. I no longer feel like I have to raise my voice. I no longer feel like I have to go to my cuss words. You know what I'm saying? Because that would be my trigger. That would be my nah, let me let you have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I just felt like um the power of your love that you've given to me and that's why I said when we talked about love um the other day I said you have really shown me how Christ loved the church. And I meant every word of that. You know, that I can, you can't pretend that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it also taught me that Christ loves me even when I don't act in a certain way. Because he knows where I am and he knows when I'm learning. He knows when I'm growing. He knows when I'm maturing. He knows that, okay, now you know better. Now, now don't, don't let that go on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he even shows me and, 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 um, Corrects me still, you know, and I think that even when, um, even when I when I don't have a comeback or when I don't respond to something, mm -hmm. that's like you know the same way I say, husbands love your wife as Christ has loved the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have to also understand that I'm the bride also. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. his bride, right? You know what I'm saying. So in order for me to receive him or for order for him to receive me mm. when it's my turn to be received mm. I have to receive you even you make it difficult to be received mm. you know what I'm saying because yeah. I'm the bride also you right. my bride I'm his bride right we yeah. all gonna be his bride you right. know what I'm saying and I think that a lot of times that the husband don't really understand that that he's a bride also mm. You know, and we always we always seen to quote the scripture. Uh, look, you supposed to reverence me. You supposed to listen <laughs> to me. You supposed to do what I say. Do mm, you know what I'm saying? Being as the man, you know what I'm saying. You supposed yeah. to honor me, right? You know what I'm saying. You supposed to submit to mm -hmm. me. Besides, you was made to submit anyway. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, but then, in the Bible, he said, <laughs> "Why submit to your own husbands?" But he turned around and said, husbands, submit to your own wives. Mm -hmm. He said, submit one to another. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times when 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 we be in our feelings, we be like, look, woman, you need to submit to me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the Bible says, man, you need to submit to that woman. Mm -hmm. You know, in the fear of God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not because not because you're stronger than her, not because you bigger and better than her, but because I told you to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. the Bible says that the woman is the weaker vessel. Mm -hmm. 
not to saying that she weak and she can't she can't pray herself out of something or to say that she weak and she can't do this and she can't do that. That's not what it means. Mm-hmm. The the Bible is 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 it un, it it means that she has things that you don't have. Mm-hmm. She has feelings and emotions that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And 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 just like she's the nurturing to the kids, you have to nurture that in her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You my bride. Remember, you my bride. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you need to do your bride the way I do you. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, and that's what he be saying about love. You know what I'm saying? Love is just, it's just that. Mm-hmm. It's not predicated on what you can give me mm-hmm. back in return, but it's what I consistently give you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You use the word submit, and um, we had that conversation years ago. And I said to you, I was like, you make it easy for me to submit. And maybe the reason why I was not able to submit in my previous marriages was because it wasn't easy when when you have to be the man and the woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you have to do both roles or you have to take charge or you have to basically be the leader in your household. But you see, I had to be both of those already. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had already had experience in being the the daddy mm-hmm. and experience in being the mama. Because I could be a man. It's easy for me to be a man. I could be a man all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It I, I don't have I don't have to work at it. Mm-hmm. But in order to be a mama, I had to work at it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to show my children love. I had to show my children affection. You know, there was no woman in the house to do that for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was nobody else. It was me. I was a single parent for all these years. You know what I'm saying? So there wasn't nobody to take on that role or or show the way I learned it was by what I didn't receive from my mama mm-hmm. because she was always working. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that she didn't love me. It wasn't that she didn't take the, uh, enough time with me. It was that she was a working parent, a single parent that worked. Mm-hmm. So she had to take take on that role of providing. She had to take on that role of nurturing. You know what I'm saying? So she loved me mm-hmm. unconditionally, mm-hmm. and I felt the love, but the time wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So okay. when when I was coming up and my children, when I got full custody of my first at six years old, all I wanted to do was spend time with them. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I was more of a disciplinary than I was... A nurturer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't loving on them enough, but I was beating them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that and then but over time, and I did that for I did that for about about two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 uh and, and I, I I spent my time with him, but when he would get in trouble, you know, I beat him. Mm-hmm. Until I came to a point I said, you know what? I'm not gonna beat him. Mm-hmm. I said I said, you know what, I'm not gonna beat him. I said, there has to be another way. Mm-hmm. There has to be another way. And and that's what I grew at. Mm-hmm. That's when I learned how to give love from a different place other than my disciplinary. Mm-hmm. Other being that disciplinary. Because that's what I thought that love was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you don't get it right, I got I to gotta make sure you get it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's not really the whole picture of love. I mean, that's that's a part of a picture. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Discipline is a part of the picture. Mm-hmm. But also understanding is the other part. 
And I didn't understand until he came home one day and he said, Daddy. I said, what's up? He said, how everybody in school got a mama and I ain't got no mama? Mm. And that had hurt me. I was like, dog, I wasn't ready. Mm. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to answer that question. Mm. And I looked at him and I said, son, you know what? Everybody in school ain't got no daddy, but you got one. And he said, you know what, daddy? You're right. I love you. And from that day, my relationship changed from being the disciplinary mostly to being a nurturer mostly. Hmm. You know? So when my second child came, his mama passed away. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked at me like this. You just gonna love him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna love him. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna love him. Because I learned that the disciplinary side can never outweigh the loving side. I get that. Even when people say, "Well, Chris, you gotta beat them kids. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta correct them. You gotta correct them. You gotta correct them. You don't have to necessarily beat them." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm not saying don't beat your kids, <laughs> but I am saying make sure you correct your kids. Yeah. Because you want them to go in the way that in the way that's right. You want them to go in the right way. Mm-hmm. And and only. Only a parent knows mm-hmm. what their child needs. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in some, the way you raise one child, you can't raise the other child. Mm-hmm. Everybody learns different. Everybody receives different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You learn that by being a school teacher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You've been you've been a school teacher for the last three years, four years. Four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you've been a school teacher for the la- these last four years, mm-hmm. from 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 kindergarten to third grade. And now that you have got them to where they are, you see that they learn differently. Mm-hmm. You see that the time you spend with one doesn't necessarily have to be spent with the other one. Mm-hmm. You see that the affirmation you give one doesn't necessarily have to be given to the other one. You know what I'm saying? So everybody going to receive everything in a different way. So when you teach, you need to teach in a, in a way that people can receive it. Yeah. Or when you love, you need to love in a way that people can receive it. Everything comes at a way that they can receive not to say that everything has to only be the way, only have to be that way, because the next person might receive what you are giving them. Mm-hmm. What you aren't giving them is what the next person needs. You know, so yeah. I think that it's 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 going to be a trade off when you're dealing with people. Yeah, you have to see what what can be done and what can't be done. But love is something, it's something powerful. It is. It's, it's very powerful. When you know what it is. When you know what it is. Because if you have the wrong interpretation of love, that can be detrimental into how you receive it as well as how you give it. Yeah. I think I think that's um that's good. Because the way that I received love then in my in my youth. Ain't necessarily the way I receive love now. Mm-hmm. Because when I was little, all I just wanted, well, 
I still, I still receive love the same. I still receive the same. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still receive the same. Yeah. I like closeness. Oh. <laughs> yes, you're very affectionate. And, 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 and let's talk about that because that was something between me and you that even sometimes now it could be an issue because you are, you want to be up under your wife. <laughs> I like to be close. You you, know? you do, but okay, let's talk about that for a second. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but remember the conversation me and you had, and I was like, Chris, why are you so needy? You know? <laughs> and because that's the way I received it. I received it as neediness. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yes. And, and I was like, why do you always want to be up under me? Because I've never had that. I've never had anybody that wanted that, right? Mm -hmm. So when you came along, it was like, what is this? You know, I thought this was going to turn into some type of uh, obsessed. um, (laughs) You know how people be obsessed with people and it's like they can't be out of your sight and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I I really thought that's what it was going to turn into. Yeah. I was like, what is this, you know? And so you was just like, I just want to be here with you. I just want to love on you. I just want to, I just want to adore you. I just want to give you my time. But I didn't get, understand that. You know what I'm saying? And to a person who is blinded and can't see when somebody is actually loving on them and adoring them will reject that and say, oh no, that's too much. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn that, but I also felt like God had to deal with me in that. I remember a woman prophesied to me before you came into my life. And she said, I went to visit a church with a friend at the time. And she said, you're going to receive the love that you never had even as a child. That went right over my head. I didn't understand it. She was like, you're just going to receive the greatest love. And I was just like, it didn't make sense. She didn't say nothing about no husband, nothing about no man, none of that. And and I didn't even put that together. Okay? But what what I'm saying is, when I was a child, I never felt unloved. I never felt like something was missing. I know my mama loved me. You know what I'm saying? So that's not a question. But I... What she... When she said it, I didn't understand it until after... I was with you for a while. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what that lady was talking about. You know? And you know, but my love, it just mirrors God. It really does. It my really love does. just mirrors God. You and I think you can because be misunderstood he, a lot. Because he want that love. That's the kind of love he want. Mm-hmm. Spend time with me, love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come sit up under me, love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And And, and I think that I have love like that because that's the way I grew up wanting to have it. Mm. Wasn't able to get it. Okay. Because, well, I'm going to say unto a point, because I did have a grandmama, Mm -hmm. and she was my safe haven. Mm -hmm. And that's the person that I would go to, you know what I'm saying, when everything else at the house is going haywire. Right. You know, so when she passed away, it became something totally different. Mm-hmm. So I went from being a happy kid to an angry kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't about God. It, it, I didn't mean 
God didn't even come into play mm-hmm. when I lost my grandmama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, God, why did you take her away? I never asked God that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just like she was gone and I was just mad. Yeah. I ride my bicycle 10 miles to go see my grandmama. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I can't go see her. Yeah. What is this? Mm-hmm. Now I'm mad. I stayed mad for 10 years. Mm-hmm. From 11 to 21, I stayed mad. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mad like a dog mad. Like anybody say anything to me out of the way, we fighting. Yeah. Mad. I don't care how big you is. I don't care how <laughs> tall you is. I don't care about none of that. Mm-hmm. And and that was not me. But that's who I became. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people right now walking in the earth, walking in the world, that's mad. You know what I'm saying? They became something that they never were. Bitter. They became something. Yeah, bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitter. They became something, somebody that they never was meant to be. They became somebody that they never should have been. When you go back to your when when you go back to your youth and your childhood and you remember how happy you used to be. You know what I'm saying? Didn't matter what was going on. All I wanted was my sandwich. When you was, you know what I'm saying, that innocence. You know what I'm saying? You go back to that innocence and then you and you look at yourself now. You look at your you evaluate your life. You look at it 10-year increments, mm-hmm. and you see where you changed at. You see where your imagination stopped at. You see where everything it just did a 180. And you come to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you say, man, I've been doing it wrong. I got it wrong right here. It's time for me to get it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that that's the place that we all have to come to. Is I got it wrong then. You got to first admit you was wrong. Admit you had a problem. <laughs> right. I was wrong then. <laughs> right. But I'm still alive so I can get it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's not something that has to keep going and keep going and keep going because that's the way you, you have become. Mm-hmm. Because you can change the way you have become. Yeah. It's a mindset. You make up your mind. I want to change. I change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So is a man thinking in his heart. So is he. But you mean God's help you to, to make you change? And, and you know, that goes back to what you was talking about, disciplinarian and things like that. You know, yes. I'm, I'm the disciplinarian. Even now. No, you're disciplinary. You, you ain't. I mean, I'm, 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 Chris I'm not. is not the he 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 can't. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna talk about that for a second because remember when I try to make you be the disciplinarian, I was like, you got to do this. You know what I'm saying? And it just when you did it, me and Maya was just like, uh, uh-uh, never mind. Don't don't even worry about it <laughs> because you 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 couldn't handle it. Because it's not you. It ain't me. And so I was it trying to make you be something that I thought you were supposed to be. And so I, and, in, and, and, and I can't and I can be that. But I'm gonna be that in my way. In your way. Right. It's and not gonna be it, I, I don't have to strike you to 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 discipline you. It was it wasn't that you had to strike anybody. 
Look, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all in on something. Chris would if if Chris had to even tap one of them on their behind one time, Chris mad with the whole house. You you start yelling at the whole house. Why ain't nobody wash these dishes? <laughs> and we she sit back and we laugh. It. And we you sit back and we it. laugh at Chris because Chris cannot. He it's just not in him. And so <laughs> look, my you laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not in you at all and that's something that I had to learn how to respect and and when I learned that you know I was like Lord I you know I had to repent for that that I was trying to make you be something that is not in you it's not a part of you so I had to be okay and we both had to be okay with just me being the disciplinary you know what I'm saying but it was like I wanted you to be I guess this imaginary thing of what I thought of being should do but i also see that they listen to you even when you're calm i see that they pay attention because even if you just deepen your voice they stand at attention like okay because you normally don't talk that way you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i had to learn what was best for you and how it was best for you to move throughout the house so that not only your role in the house and your position in the house, but the respect that they would have for you in the house. You know what I'm saying? They know I tap that behind. You know what I'm saying? They they already know it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm just not the calm one right now, okay? But I have gone from a place of, like you did, you know, beating them all the time or whatever. And it was one day when, when we lived in Longs and, and I remember literally sitting on the couch by the window, um, just a regular day. And God said, don't beat him no more. And it shook me. And I said, well, what you want me to do? And that's all he said. He said, don't beat him no more. You know what I'm saying? It's up when God say, <laughs> look. And, see, that's what and, and you got to also understand how God looks at children. Yeah. Because you, you can provoke your children in a way where later on down the road they'll hate you. They'll, they'll either they'll, hate you, you or they'll, they'll be mad with you. Or they'll yeah. turn out a certain way that unbeknownst to you and your actions yeah. could have damaged. You because know what I'm I saying? Because I seen I seen how I was coming up and, and I saw uh the 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 man that was in the house, how he used to beat me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How he used to beat me and, and how I did not like that dude. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, to it came to blows one day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, um, but it, it it was like he was doing it for no reason, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I when I had when like I said, I went through that period where I felt like my son would be beat. I used to get in the three strike rule. You get in trouble three times, I'm beating you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get in trouble three times, I'm beating you. Mm -hmm. You know, no no fail. Mm -hmm. Three strikes you out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But after a while, after about two years of that, I was like, this ain't working. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I need I, I need a different approach. I need to find something that's going to work. Mm -hmm. I need to find something that's going to be effective. Mm -hmm. Because what I don't want him to do is continue to get in trouble and me continue to beat him. And then he just resent me later on down the road i need him to love me the same way i love him so how can i show him that i love him without beating him and get better results than what i'm getting now because now i got to beat you every three days <laughs> at least once a week <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying 
Yeah. And 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 I and but but with my child, it came a lot of trial and error. With my first child, it came a lot of trial and error. It came a lot of um, not knowing. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, I didn't know. I thought that you know you have children and, and then you just <laughs> you have it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was, I mean, I was still young. Yeah, you know. So I didn't, I didn't really fully understand how to be a. I ain't gonna say how to be a dad because I understood how to be a dad. But I didn't fully understand how to love them in the way that they could receive it. Mm-hmm. But now, my son, 20, 22, <laughs> my son, 22 years old, and I just be like, I love you, daddy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, wait a minute. What 22 year old still hugging his daddy? Yeah. What 22 year old still looking at daddy's face talking about I love you? <laughs> it ain't many. Right. There ain't many. Right. You know, so. You know, I credit that to my approach and the ability to change my approach. <laughs> She's going to take her SATs this morning. <laughs> I hope you ate something. Excuse me, sidebar. Did you eat something? Okay. Love Call you. me when you get there or text me when you get there. Be careful. <laughs> But the power of love, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's 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 as hard as it is as hard as it is to understand how to do it. It's necessary to learn the way to do it. It is, it is. But I, I but if it wasn't if it was not for I would say you physically showing me that with the help of the Lord, having me to understand. Him as well as you, I would have just been who I was. But you have to understand, before I got married, I couldn't get married until I learned what a husband was. Yeah, I remember God you made me, me that. sit down. He made me sit down. He, he said, "Now you need to find out what a husband is, mm-hmm. and then you need to go tell somebody what a husband is." I'm like, "Wait a minute! I can't just tell somebody what a husband is. I'm not a husband." Mm-hmm. He said, "But you, you." He didn't say this, but if you're going to be something, you have to learn how to first be that right. before you can be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because God ain't giving no dummy no role. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I'm not I'm, I'm not saying a, a, a dummy per se, mm-hmm. but if you unlearned in something, God cannot give you that role yet. Mm-hmm. So you have to be learned of who you're supposed to be yeah. before you can really be that. Right, because people can discern you. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be a business owner, you need to learn how to be a business owner before you become a business owner. Otherwise, you'd be making bad investments. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna learn, if you're gonna be a husband, you need to learn how to be a husband before you become a husband, mm-hmm. or else you could be making empty investments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when when you see broken homes and stuff and and, and broken marriages and things like that, it's because that people didn't take the time to learn their role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that that's so so important. It's so detrimental to whatever it is that you're doing that you learn who you're supposed to be before you become that. Otherwise, you'll end up wasting not only your time but the other person's time. And 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 not to say that the marriage is going to end because a marriage can stay together, but it takes a lot of time away from what the marriage could really be. 
Exactly. If you would have only spent time learning who you supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like a wife, when she reads, she need to learn out who she's supposed to be before she can be there. Talk about what I said when I found out what a wife was. As I oh, that thing start crying, boy. <laughs> And when you find out what a wife was supposed to be, she start crying. She like, no, that I'm can't like, be that's it. it. That can't be it. What? What, <laughs> what about me? <laughs> but when you understand your role, mm. the more the more efficient you can become yeah. in that role and in your marriage, and as a mother or as a father. You know what I'm saying? As a parent, you can become that. As a child of God, you can become that. You know, the more you see who you are by reading the, through the scriptures, mm-hmm. the more you can become who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. outside of who you thought you were supposed to be. That's fact. Because a lot of times we spend a whole lot of time doing stuff that we ain't got no business doing that ain't even our role. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm a firm believer. And, you know... Like I said, I had to learn what a husband was before I became a husband. I had to tell somebody what a husband was. And it wasn't just somebody. I had to speak to a 20, 20 30 men that was already married. <laughs> I'm one of the only ones not married. Mm-hmm. Everybody else married. So now I got to tell somebody, I'm just a nobody <laughs> trying to tell everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm, so random. I'm I'm trying okay. to tell everybody up in here how to be something that they already are. God, what kind of assignment is this? <laughs> yeah. And basically what it was was I'm preparing you mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Before you walk into it, I'm going to prepare you. And I want and you to really God. know what it is. And that's God. He's going to prepare you before you walk into it. I'm going to get you ready before you before it's time to be ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the same thing as with anything. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to go there. But <laughs> he going to get you ready before you get there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's 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 what he do. And you know the great thing about preparation is that he allows you to make your mistakes behind closed doors. Before you are actually exposed. Right. If we, if we really understand in preparation, that's yeah. where you make your mistakes. That's where you fall a little bit and that's where you get back up and you say, okay, I learned that lesson. Yeah, that's, where because you, once that's why you had all those little girlfriends and boyfriends. You know what <laughs> I'm you had to get you had to get it out of the way before you get to the real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better have to get it out of the way. So, you know, you, you have to definitely um, make your mistakes behind closed doors before you expose yourself to people. And, and that goes to, to um, the power of love. Speaking to leaders a little bit, you know, um, my aunt told me uh, about three, four years ago when she said, never walk into a room full of people thinking that they don't discern you first. And That's speaking right. to leaders, people know when you truly love them. People know when you put on. People know when you're fake. People know when you are trying to use them. People know when your words don't carry weight. And so when you get up in the pulpit on Sunday morning and you think you have the gift of prophecy and you think you have you are anointed to preach and you think that you have all these things. And which that, you can be. And, and which you can be. I mean, because you can, you can move mountains and you can do all these things. Right. But if you don't love the people for real, people will discern that off of you and then basically deal with you when they want to deal with you. They let you in as much as they want to let you in. 
And then when they see that they can manipulate you or feel like, okay, well, this this joke's the right here. Yeah, okay, I know how to handle this one. Then that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? People got lustful eyes. You can see it in people's eyes. You know what I'm saying? You you can look at somebody like, mm, hmm, that joker got a problem with women. You know what I'm saying? If if your discernment is really on, I really want the leaders to pay attention to the power of love because people see it, people know it. Um, whether they've been loved or not, even if there's a familiar spirit within you that they recognize, people will discern that on you. And when people can't tell you nothing, you're going to find out later what they really saw. The truth going to come out. And so. it'll make you free, though. It'll make you free. <laughs> it'll make you free. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. But uh, on that note, we're going to end. Yeah, I think that was good. We're going to end. Um, just know that the power of love is, is something that can't be faked. It's something that can't mm-hmm. be... It, 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 it'll always be seen in this true light. It will. Even, even Whatever you do in the dark will become to the light. It's going to come to the light. You know what I'm saying? So so if you think you can fool somebody into making them think that you love them, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, they already know if you do or if you don't. So they're going <laughs> to deal with you accordingly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because love ain't something you can just, uh, psh, it ain't a, it ain't part-time. It's more of a full-time job, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, no days off. You don't get the rest on the eighth day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will say this, too, because this goes back to um, real quickly. Don't be stepped on if you are a person who loves wholeheartedly, if you really love people. Yeah. I believe when you check people, and I'm going to use that word mm. real quickly, and mm. I'm not talking about being nice nasty. I'm talking about nice <laughs> I'm talking about telling somebody I don't believe you. I I, I am a confronter, okay? Okay. Because let's, I, and let's what say I, it like this. Let's say it like this. Have your boundaries. Okay. Well, then say that. Not, like not that, check, not check, but well, correct. Oh, okay. Just but, have your boundaries. Okay, but what I'm saying is, I can love you, but I can tell you the truth. But I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm like um that. That's a lie. Because if the Holy Spirit tell me you a lying spirit in front of me, I'm going to say, okay, quit lying. I, I I just feel like God is true. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Well, you say so, that God be the truth let, and that man be a liar. That's right. I, I, I'm telling you because people who love wholeheartedly have a big problem with letting people in and letting people use them and letting people misuse them and abuse them. And I'm just saying... For the record, you can love people, but you can tell them the truth too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you can tell them. We we gonna go ahead and cancel that. <laughs> you can tell all right. The truth. I'm done. <laughs> and we're gonna let y'all go. Y'all have a blessed day. God bless. <laughs>